Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you, man. Super excited to be able to talk to you guys today. Woo! It is a great, great day. It's almost like I feel like singing, you know, Mr. Rogers right now, but I won't. I won't. Episode 69, Dr. Jim Harris is in the house. Man, I'm loving this, guys. Uh, Dr. Jim Harris, uh, you you guys are in for a treat uh, when you get to hear him and, you know, listen to his message and his story, but uh, it's pretty unique and pretty phenomenal. But uh, gang, I'll tell you, uh, let me tell you the reason why we do this. Uh, the Success Edge is all about helping you helping you take your walk to the next level, all right? You know, because I know you're out there, you're wanting to actually step on faith on certain things, certain projects, you know, in the marketplace, and you're looking for just stories, just encouragement to build your faith. And gang, we want to be a resource for you. Uh, that is the whole purpose of the Success Edge. You know, we believe that if you're not out there living by faith, you're not pleasing God. It says that in Hebrews chapter 11. Okay. And, you know, if you're not living out there on the edge, which is faith, I believe, okay, then you're taking up too much room. All right. And, man, guys, I just want to encourage you to step out, step out and step up, baby, because we need you. God needs you. God needs you. So that's what we're all about here on the Success Edge uh, podcast. And we just want to welcome all the new listeners. If this is the first time that you've listened to us, thank you so much for actually listening in and tuning in. You know, we actually put out an episode every Tuesday and, you know, you'll actually get to hear interviews. You'll get to hear topics that we'll discuss. You get to hear um, yours truly, me, Tyler McCart, actually uh, about every fifth episode. And uh, I've got actually a special episode, episode 70, that I think you'll be very interested in. And I'll get into that maybe later on this uh, at the end, uh, actually on the other side of the interview. So episode 69, man, can you believe it, guys? We're on episode 69. Golly, that's good stuff. So if you want to find all the show notes actually for, uh, Dr. Jim Harris, go to the success biz backslash 69 and you'll find all of Dr. Harris's, uh, show notes right there. I tell you, it'll be a special one when you hear it all the way through, especially how, you know, and one thing I want you to zero in on, guys, is, you know, what Dr. Harris talks about hearing from the Holy Spirit and how that he actually came up with the name of his business. I'm not going to give it away because we talked about it in the interview, but the name he came up for the, with his business and the vision that he got from actually for his business, all from the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, that is key and vital. All right. So, Without further ado, guys, let's jump into this episode, and we'll catch you on the other side. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? I am super duper excited about this interview. Uh, I can tell you guys that even prior, before we even started recording this interview, (laughs) I've already been laughing. I've already learned some marketing things as well, okay? 
Uh, and but guys, we've got Dr. Jim Harris in the house right now. And just a quick snapshot. I'm gonna let him fill in the blanks. But quick snapshot. You know, uh, Dr. Jim Harris is a international speaker. He does consulting and coaching and applying biblical business practices inside companies and organizations around the globe, I believe. Isn't that right, Dr. Jim? Is that That's right? exactly right, Tyler. There you go. All right. And uh, so I'm excited to have him on here, guys. We're going to learn a ton uh, from him today. So, you know, uh, and I'm going to go from here on out. It's going to be Jim. All right. But uh, Jim, welcome to the Success Edge. Thank you very much. I really do appreciate this invitation because I've listened to many of your other podcasts, and I'm telling you, you got some good stuff there, brother. I'm learning myself, so I appreciate you inviting me to be on with you today. PTL, baby, PTL. Praise the Lord right there. (laughs) Praise Praise the Lord. Lord. That's right. Well, Jim, go ahead and kind of introduce yourself and also um, kind of tell us a little bit of how you became a Christian. Well, my, uh, my salvation was one of the pretty, I think, typical in the late 60s, mid-60s, when I just said, you know, it's time. I was a 13-year-old boy. I said, you know, I just need to ask Jesus in my heart. Went to my pastor, uh, Baptist Church, in a small town just south of Louisville, Kentucky, and he said, you ready? I said, I'm ready, and I accepted Jesus, and, you know, it was simple. It wasn't dramatic, no lightning bolts, you know, no visions. But I must say this, Tyler, I did have, as close as I can imagine a taste of heaven in my baptism Hmm. when I was raised back up out of the water and you know now just recognizing everybody I'm I'm a follower of Jesus for the next day and a half Tyler I felt like I could walk on clouds I felt cleansed yeah pure said man this is good now of course life and sin had come back down. but for that just that taste I literally thought I could walk on clouds that must be what it's like when we're in heaven. So that's my salvation story. But frankly, like most business professionals, at least some business professionals, after I graduated with my Ph.D. at the University of Florida, go Gators. Um, I had my fast track. We were just career. friends. Excuse Jim, me? We, we were just friends. I'm, I'm a Georgia fan, and we were just friends just now until you said that. I won't remind you of the score a couple of weeks ago, Tyler. We'll go ahead. We'll go keep going. I love Mark Rick. What a great believer. Okay? Amen. Amen. There you go. All right. We're friends now. Um, I had my fast track in the 80s corporate. I went from a frontline staff position in a private university all the way to the headquarters of a Fortune 500 firm, actually Fortune 250 where for five years I led the executive and management development and training function for a 40,000-employee, 1,700-location, $5 billion retailer. Hmm. And after, after that five-year run, and that was 22 years ago, I decided to step out on my own. I thought I could speak and write and consult, and I stepped out with no clients, no business plan. God really helps silly sinners sometimes. You know, he watches <laughs> after us. So part of my corporate story is that I walked away from the Lord, Tyler, and really Mm. for the 10 years of my fast-track traditional corporate climb, and really until I got married, literally the week after I resigned from this company, that's when I started my walk back with the Lord. Mm. So over the last 22 years, I've really said, oh, how how much I missed those previous 20 years. Mm. So Tyler, mine is, I think, kind of traditional. You get away, you come back, you go deep, and that's where I am now. Mm. Man, that is awesome. And so as a 13-year-old boy, you accepted Christ. You know, you were following the Lord, then all of a sudden, you know, kind of getting that corporate environment kind of pulled you out 
of, you know, following the Lord on a consistent basis. Is that kind of what happened, Jim? Right there? College. 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 Got I, it. I walked away, stopped mm-hmm. going to church. Yep. Um, and then, you know, then it just, even after I started my professional career, it wasn't burning. But in my heart, in my heart, I knew, I yeah. knew I needed to get back. And on a side note, God planted, it's not really a side note, God in the late 80s planted a seed in my heart. I had never read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, never read all the way through. Mm-hmm. I picked up a Bible for the first time in probably 15 or 18 years. I was looking at it, Tyler, and I remember specifically saying, I wonder what this book has to say about business. Hmm. Hmm. Even this is before in the late I 80s. On my own. This is in the late the 80s. Late 80s, before I went out on my own, yeah. I started reading Genesis, and, I, and I, by the time I got through, I said, wow, this thing's got a lot to say Amen. Yeah. about business. And that planted the seed, which now, just about four years ago, has come full circle in, in my business. Wow. Well, man, <laughs> this is going to be good here. I'm excited about this, Jim. This is going to be great. Well, now, you know, Jim, obviously going back to, you know, the Bible, okay, so obviously when you read through the whole entire thing, and I'm sure that as your Christian journey has kind of evolved, you know, have you found like a bedrock, you know, verse that kind of anchors you, you know, as a Christian in the marketplace? Yes, I found several. It's hard just to come with one, isn't it, Tyler? It always is. It really is hard, but if there's one, this is what I what I claim is my life verse, and that's Psalm 34, 3. And in just a few words, it kind of summarizes everything I believe our life should be like in business and everywhere else. And Psalm 34, 3 says, Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name forever. Hmm. So it's individual. It's together. It's glorifying God. Doesn't matter where you are. Just glorify the Lord with me. Let's do it together. Amen. And so that's really been my bedrock. And if you could, you know, if you could boil it down to just maybe one statement, why, and just in the, you know, with your life right now, why is that your, the verse for you right now, Jim? It truly, for me, and my soul and my spirit summarizes why we're here. Hmm. We are here to glorify God, period. Yep. We are here to glorify Him individually glorify Him together with our wives, our kids, our business partners, our customers, our church family, our neighbors. Mm. Let's do it together. Let's raise our voice, for if we don't, the stones will cry out. That's right. And so, for me, it just is not a simple, but a dynamic, quick way to say, this is why God created us, to glorify Him. Hmm. That's awesome. That is awesome. And, you know, with that same vein, you know, as a Christian in the marketplace, Jim, you know, what would you say the definition of success is, you know, uh, in your opinion? I'd like to make two points on that. First, I am very cautious about saying success in terms of a Christian, and here's why. That can be easily misunderstood by non-believers. Success mm. to them is about profit and power and prestige. That's what it is in the marketplace. When you're looking at a non-believer in the marketplace, I mean, just, just watch Shark Tank. I love watching because I like to see how the other guys think. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's all about power and money and prestige and profit. That's how they define success. I believe that as a Christian, we need to ask and focus on significance. Mm. 
And there's a difference. You can move from success to significance. You can have a very successful and significant life, but we must make sure that we're focusing on glorifying God, that it's about, about people. You know, it's about purpose. It's about passion. And it's about principles. That's where your significance can come. And in fact, the purpose statement for my company to a higher level, and there's a whole other story about how God gave me that as the name of this company, to a higher level. My purpose statement is to impact eternity through business. Mm. And that's really what I want to do, that I want to focus on helping individual entrepreneurs, fast growth. I've worked from the headquarters of Fortune 10s all the way down to fast growth startup entrepreneurs. I've coached and advised Inc. 500 fast growth companies, Inc. 5000 fast growth companies, um, uh, Malcolm Baldridge winners in healthcare in a variety of different areas. I've had just a God has given me a glorious snapshot of business all over all over the world, and I really am just wanting to encourage your listeners and also you, Tyler, because you're already there. Yep. We have to think not Inc. 500, the 500 fastest companies, uh, the fastest growing companies, or the or the Fortune 500 to be one of the 500 biggest companies. When we think of 500, we need to think of impact 500. That means years. What am I doing now to impact 500 years from now? Hmm. Wow. And that is significance. I mean, when you think about what some of the best-run companies are doing today that are Bible-believing, Christian, doing as best as they know how in the marketplace, it's not just a four-year sell-it-and-go. Yeah. It's decade after decade, generation after generation. It's really impacting perhaps toward eternity through business, which is the best place to witness today, period, bar none. Amen. Amen to that right there. Uh, Man. So success to me, that's fine. Significance, I think, is more important. And to me, if you're successful in the marketplace, Tyler, it all boils down to this, doing everything that we can do, just like in Matthew 15, to hear Jesus say, well done, good and faithful servant. That's success. That's it. And Jim, would you say that, you know, because you kind of, I go back to what you were saying just a second ago about, you know, you can be successful, but there's a transition or a step you know, to being significant, you know, in this world, you know, what, what would you say that step is whenever you actually transcend from just, just that whole success thing, you know, not even so much the world, but, you know, Christian success, but the significance, what, what would you say that step is? Well, that's part of my life journey for 18 years in my professional speaking and book writing career. And I've published, you know, God's blessed me with Fortune Magazine, Best Business Books, American Management Association Spring Selections, you know, sold hundreds of thousands of books, spoken to secular markets literally all over the country, all over the world. And I was a fine success. I mean, I was just having fine, fine success. But then God said, hold on. And part of my story, which is really a 45-minute testimony in and of itself, Sure. Why don't you instead, not just doing it over being a nice guy with some Christian principles, but not really saying Jesus on the platform, but, you know, having nice, you know, nice things to say, very successful. Why don't you give it all to me? Mm. Why don't you go, come over to my side is basically what he was challenging me to do. Why don't you come over and let's talk about significance through business? Mm. So I've had a complete transformation. Yeah. When I was willing to submit 
and the best that I know how, Tyler, both my wife and I, within the same couple of days, in our spiritual walk, came to the realization in the way that we phrase it, whatever, wherever. Hmm. Lord, whatever you want me to do, if you want me to speak and write, not great, wherever, wherever you want to take me. He's kept me in the same talent area, writing, speaking, blogs, consulting, coaching, but now I'm doing it purely for what I call my core market, what I call my point of dominance, two percenters. And I define two percenters as for-profit, privately held, biblically based. Hmm. Let's, let's run our business like, let's build teams like David built teams. Let's yeah. delegate like Jethro taught Moses how to delegate. Yeah. If that's how we're supposed to delegate, let's learn how to embed those biblical best practices in our daily walk. Man. <laughs> so that's where I am today. Oh, SCC, Success as Community. We could stop right now. <laughs> we, we're, we're only about 13 minutes into this interview, guys, and I'm already, I've been just taking notes frantically. I mean, you know, Well, Jim, Tyler, you're giving a professional speaker the microphone. You should know better than Well, that. I know, but I, I'm the one that's got to guide this conversation. So, you know, I, I'm just taking notes frantically. It's great. Um God, there's so many things I want to unpack. You know, um, you know, hands down, we're going to have you back on. You know, Jim. Oh, I would. I'd um, welcome that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jim, let, let's kind of transition. Okay, we talk. Okay. You know, success and significance. But you know, I heard a very wise man say this, and I know my audience hear me, hears me say this a lot. You know, you don't have a concept of success until you've had a failure. You know. Take us to a time in your, you know, walk and in your being a Christian in the marketplace where you've had a setback or failure, Jim. You don't have enough time on this podcast for me to <laughs> share all of those. I've rebranded myself, tried a variety of different avenues. You know, let me test this, try that. I'm not afraid to find new and different things, and none of that works. But let me give you one that was very prominent for me that I had to just um, had to understand how to deal with in my. Um, and I hate to say ego, but, you know, in, in my professional uh, business. For many, many years, uh, a lot of speakers' bureaus would book me for gigs. Um, the way a speakers' bureau works, if you have, you know, if you're decent at all and have good content, they, uh, they work for the companies looking for speakers that don't want to deal with individual speakers, and it's like a talent agency. They get 30% of your fee. So probably 60% of my income came from speakers' bureaus. Um, had a couple of very big bureaus book me 8, 10, 12, 15 times a year. So that was, you know, they did the marketing. I give them 30% of my fee and go. Now that I, and they know that I have come to being a two percenter guy, that I that only focus on Christian business principles at work, do you think I, my phone rings from them anymore, Tyler? <laughs> they won't even take my calls. Yeah. Hmm. And so what, that, that particular year when God said, okay, why don't you come over to my side? I said, okay, I don't know what this means and where we're going, but here we go. My, uh, my business dropped 70% in one year. Hmm. Hmm. And wow. so that is a wake-up call, but it was also a test of faith. Yeah. And God is faithful. And if you don't mind me kind of fast-forwarding to the end of the story, when we're faithful, when we're faithful to the Lord in what he's given us, and ask us to do, in, I'm talking about business people, I'm talking about entrepreneurs and supervisors and workers and small business owners. When you're faithful, here's what's going to happen. Um, just about uh, six months ago, five months ago, I got a call 
upon the president of FCCI. That's the Fellowship of Companies for Christ International. It is the largest private business CEO network learning training organization in the world. They have annual conferences every year. This past year, they had Dr. Henry Cloud speak as a keynoter. They had um, David Green, CEO of Hobby Lobby, speak as a keynoter in their four-day conference. They had Lee Ellis, one of the um, Hanoi Hilton PLWs, who does a lot of coaching on leadership and speaking on leadership. Last year, they had Francis Chan speak. Uh, they've had Dave Ramsey, all these. This gentleman called me, never met him before. He'd followed my blog at to a higher level for two years. He knew me very well. His first name is Terrence, and Terrence said, I don't have a slot for you this year, Jim, but next year would you speak at, as one of our keynoters? I will be on the same stage keynoting with Franklin Graham, Bruce Wilkinson, Randy Pope of Perimeter Church. Tyler, let me tell you, <laughs> that call, God said, I'm going to take care of you. Those other bureaus don't want you. That's okay. Yeah. You and Franklin Graham and the, me? Yeah. Little old Jim? With, <laughs> no, but I am. And you can go to FCCI.org or come to my website and see the videos that promote. So I, it's, just a, it's just a story of testimony and of faithfulness. When God calls you, one step at a time. Just order your steps. You don't have to see the end of it. He's got it all worked out. I had no idea that was coming, and that has meant more to me and my faith, I would say, in my, I'm where I'm supposed to be. God will give it to you at exactly the right time. Amen. Golly, Jim. What a, you know, it, I go back to that, you know, whatever, whenever, you know, that kind of watershed experience that you had where you're going to focus and that's a business decision. I mean, let's let's go let's call it for what it is. I mean, that is a business. You're going after a select target market, right? And uh-huh, that's yeah. what God had called you to and you had to step out in faith and, you know, to the world it did perceive like a failure. And, you know, probably during that time whenever you were like, "All right, what's going to happen here?" I mean, it was probably seeming like a failure to you. You know, it's like, golly, you know, whatever, so much percentage of my income just went down the drain. Yeah. And But God was faithful because, you know, you had st- stuck with the Lord and, you know, whatever, whenever, you know. And that was before he gave me the vision for my, what I call in my strategic business consulting and coaching for folks. I call it my POD, point of dominance. I coach businesses on what percent of what market do you want to own? What mm. percent of what market do you want to own? I phrase that POD, point of dominance. People say, Christians dominating markets? Yeah, because yeah, if you're in there doing it for Jesus and Satan's not there, we want to dominate that piece of that market. We don't want Satan to have anything to do with that market. So Amen. there's nothing wrong with that. Amen. Hmm, but I that's... didn't know that was going to be the market. It, it was submission first, yep. and then the Lord gave me, okay, here's where, where I want you to go. Hmm. Man, that is so good. It reminds me of, you know, I, I just did, you know, in my last episode, well, the recent one just came out, 65, you know, I talk about Abraham, and it's in Hebrews chapter 11, it says that he was, he was called, but did not know where he was going, but he That's still exactly left right. Right. where he was at, right? right? I mean, that, right. Is, that is exactly how you, you acted upon, you, you were called out. You know, you were pulled out of where you were at to focus, and even though you didn't know where you were going, you still had faith that God was going to be faithful, and he was. 
And, um, and now and, I have direct personal connections with the world's largest private business CEO and business learning network and mm-hmm. the world's largest business chaplaincy that yeah. the company's two percenters hire to come in and give employee relations to. I'm connected to the presidential level of both. God open those doors. Hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. I just give him all the glory. All the glory. <laughs> all the glory. Well, now, in within that, I mean, Jim, is was that kind of the birth of that aha moment, or was there a different time that you had an aha moment that said, ha, this is going to work. This is going to succeed. This is what God has got me, you know, the path he wants me to go down. Is that where your aha moment happened, or was it a different time? Uh, two things. Two, two things that kind of blend, um, separate but blend. Number one, I was literally on my face in that time, if I call it going through a professional desert. And it was about a three-year journey, Tyler. Hmm. It was about three years um, before all this kind of came to fruition. And literally on, in my home-based office that I've had for 22 years, I'm so old that when I started, I didn't have enough money for an office, but then you didn't want anybody to know you worked out of your home. You were ashamed. <laughs> now it's a badge of honor. I work out of my home. You know, but that right. was, that's how long I've been around. Okay? <laughs> um, I was in my office, literally on, the, on my floor, face down, crying out, God, what, what do you want me to do? Where is this going to go? Whatever, wherever. Literally crying. My, my, my spirit was just weeping. And I'm not saying I heard a voice. So I just, all of a sudden, in my brain, God planted this phrase to a higher level, T-O, to a higher level. I jumped up. I said, oh, that's what it would mean if a business moves from success toward eternal significance. They'd be taking their business to a higher level. Mm-hmm. And I just, just, boom, I said, wait a minute, I see something here. And so the first thing I did, you're going to love this as a marketing guru, my friend. Yeah. I jumped on and I said, is that, that dot .com available? Yeah. Guess what? It was available. <laughs> nice. How many times have you heard people say, we got to go to a higher level, take it to the next? Oh, yeah. To a higher level dot .com had never been. It was available. I bought it. Mm, praise that was God. A, that was an affirmation right there. Yeah. Totally. And number two. Um, one of the, one of the on the spiritual side of my life, we have learned over the last three years what it really means. Ephesians six really means about we are not in a battle of flesh and blood, but it's spiritual warfare, spiritual warfare. And so, not only has God taught me that okay, I'm going to take care of you, but also I want you to raise your eyes. We are in a battle, a spiritual battle for the marketplace, as much as we are in a marketing or you know customer service it is a spiritual battle in the marketplace and we need to be fine-tuned and we need to armor up every day Mm. as leaders and business leaders and entrepreneurs we need to armor up every day with the full armor and stand in the gap for each other as we build our businesses for god's glory it is a spiritual war not just a i don't have enough money to market no 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 no. it is a spiritual war just as much as it is uh, a marketplace war and so that Ephesians 6 was kind of that second part of that aha moment that you that's had. Right. And they were separate, but I blended. I said, you know, that's right. This is as much a spiritual battle as anything else in the marketplace. But a lot of leaders don't think about that, Tyler. They don't understand no. it. We need, no. to be, we need to be spirit-led and not opportunity-led, mm. money-led, idea-led. No, 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 no. We need to be spirit 
led. And so part of my writing and part of my work in my blogs and others is how can we more be more spirit-led? And Romans 8, 14, and 16 really point to that. Romans 8, 14 is those that are led by the spirit. Now, those that are the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. And 8.16, Romans 8.16 says that the, the, the Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit. So we have the two spirits. When we're led of God, within us it's a co-witness. And we need to tap into the almighty knowledge of God that's literally living within us as believers and be spirit-led and have co-witnessing Lord, is this where you want me to go? Is this what you want me to do? The witness will bear witness with your spirit. And that's what I'm learning. That's what I'm just excited about sharing. And I want to help all of us learn how to do that better instead of just being research-led, market-led, demographics-led, opportunity-led, money-led, because that's where Satan lives. That's world. We need to be spirit-led where God lives. Man, golly, this because, I mean, this... You know, Jim, this is in my, I mean, on my show, The Success Edge, one of the things that is a, a underlying theme throughout my whole entire show from episode one all the way now to episode 65, you know, when this is to be actually be recorded, but, you know, yours will be coming out episode 69. Here's the deal is that God, in my, in my, 36 young years. <laughs> you are a youngster. Yeah, I, I kind of, yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I still think I am. You know, it's not profit led. It's not knowledge based led. It is spirit led. Okay. Because yes. we have got the God of this universe living on the inside of us. I mean, you can go to, um, what is it? Uh, let's see. I think it's John 14 where it talks about how the spirit of truth will guide yep. you into all truth, all truth, all truth. You know, that's not some truth. And I think that, you know, for me personally, I see, you know, that us as business leaders like you and, you know, you know, Darren Shearer or many other people that obviously are out there promoting the gospel in from a business standpoint, have to teach our business leaders how to do this, you know? And that's, the, you know, the key word there, Tyler, I just want to give you kudos. Oorah. And I'm not a Marine. I hope they're not insulted by me. No. Just being a civilian saying that. But I want to give you kudos on the how. Yes. There is plenty of stuff on the what to do. What should a leader do? All, everybody's got their 21 lists and this and that and the other. Mm -hmm. um, what I am really honing in on these days, Tyler, and I'd love for your for your listeners to email me at jim at com if they are in a business or know of a business run on Christian principles that does something kind of unique, different in the marketplace. How are they living it out? What are they doing? Mm, yes. What can others learn from that? Mm. Um, in fact, one of my most recent blogs just a couple of weeks ago was on one of my retainer clients that is sizable enough and led of the Lord enough, they've actually funded their own missions work in five different um, Central American countries and teaching people down there not only entrepreneurial skills, but also how to raise chickens and how to raise vegetables and sell them, the teaching entrepreneurial skills. Man, that's so, great. I mean, that's how they're doing. And so really what I want to start doing at to a higher level is become a hub 
for biblical business best practices on exactly what how, how are you living it. Mm-hmm. Not, the, not necessarily the 76 principles, but what are you doing, those best practices. So exactly. that feeds right into what you're talking about, brother. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's why I, I want stories. Okay. That's why I want stories to hear from you. You know, you sitting there saying I was on my face. Okay. I mean, that is a real story, Jim. I mean, that's a real event that happened in your life. You were on your face seeking God, being spirit led. And all of a sudden inside your spirit, man, uprose that, you know, call it word of knowledge or, you know, revelation knowledge, you want to call it. But it, all of a sudden, to a higher level, came out of that because yeah. of that. And, you know, I just would, man, Jim, you got me on a roll here. This is good. I mean, I, I just was, <laughs> I just God. recently interviewed, you know, um, Shay and Nina, two business partners, kingdom driven entrepreneur, you know, mm-hmm. fa- fantastic, yeah. you know. Um, they do good stuff. They're, they've got they, great I, I stuff. I follow them. They do good stuff. They've yes, got sir. great stuff. And, you know, you know, uh, I think it was Shay in my, in that interview, she sat there and goes, it is practical business advice to be spirit led, to be led of the Holy Spirit, practical business advice. And that's something that, you know, these business leaders that are Christians, business leaders have got to get in their brains. Okay. And, and then you're right. And another hurdle, and I want to, I, I'm not well versed at this yet, but I'm going to be. One of the biggest questions I hear, brother, is Christian business owners, people that are believers out in for-profit organizations, they have no idea what they can do legally. They Mm -hmm. don't think they can do anything because they're just afraid. But you would be amazed at how much freedom and how much protection we do have. So really some things we could both work on together to help is what can you do? How far can you go? What can you say? What can't you say? Amen. What are the legal ramifications? That's really a big issue I hear out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> our good friend that kind of connected us, Darren Shear, just did an episode. I think it was episode 21 where it's, uh, he, he talks about, you know, how Tim, um, Tim Cook of yeah. Apple just came out publicly and said, you know, hey, I'm gay. You know, and so forth. But, you know, we've had, you know, he talks about talking about your worldview from a, you know, business owner standpoint or CEO standpoint as a Christian and not being afraid of taking that stance or talking about your worldview. And I think you're hitting on a vein where a lot of, you know, these CEOs or these, you know, business leaders, they don't know what they can or cannot talk about, you know, and I think that's a huge, huge thing. And that's good, Jim. I, um, I encourage the listeners to go to FCCI.org. That's the Fellowship of Companies for Christ International.org, FCCI.org. Um, this, past, uh, this past annual conference, David Green spoke, the Hobby Lobby CEO, and he told the personal story. You can watch the entire keynote. It's really cool. You can watch the entire keynote. And one of the stories that he told was about the recent Supreme Court lawsuit. And uh, some of his executive advisors, even at Home Depot, you know, you can't do this. You know, it's, uh, it's you know, we, we can't take this to court, et cetera, et cetera. And what he said to the audience was, he said, hey, at any one time or another, Home Depot's got 70 lawsuits against us. What's one more? <laughs> <laughs> and I've got to say, that's a pretty good attitude, brother. No. What's one abs- more? Okay, what? let's go. You know, they're coming yeah. after us. That's okay. We'll keep, we'll keep fighting them. Yeah. Absolutely. So what? Yeah. And, and man, this is, oh, 
Yeah, and I and I'll have to, you know, just kind of and before we move on to the next thing I want to ask you, you know, I just pulled up actually uh 1 Corinthians 2. Um and if you skip down, you know, to right here in verse 9, a lot of people, a lot of Christian business people, it's just Christians period. You know, they'll quote this scripture of like, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love them. And they stop Mm -hmm. right there because they're Mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, I don't know what God's going to do with all this and everything. But they they need to keep reading in verse 10. It says, but it was to us. That means you and me that God revealed these things by By his his spirit. spirit. I mean, right there, key right there, he's revealed it to him by his spirit. And because the spirit lives inside of us, just like when you were on your face, you know, you got that revelation, that insight from the spirit of God to know how to work with your business and know what kind of direction you needed to go in. This is, mm, I'm loving it, Jim. The Holy Spirit knows everything about everything that's going to happen, that's ever happened. Yep. Why not have the best advisor advising <laughs> you on every? He's right there. He knows what. No, no, no. Don't make that call yet. No, no, no. Here's no. Don't say that to that employee yet. Yeah, go ahead. That's good. That's good. Yeah, you want to do that? Amen. No, no. Wait a minute. I, why not? Why not? Filter through the Holy Spirit is what I call it. Filter through the Holy Spirit. That's exactly right. So, so Jim, you know, obviously with your, you know, your website, you know, and uh, I know that you've got a book, you know, this uh, out right now. You know, but, you know, tell us, tell the Success Edge community how you're stepping out on faith. You know, what projects are you excited about right now that you've got in the works? Well, the, the, some of the biggest projects I have in the works right now, stepping out on faith, it really is exactly right. I'm, I'm fine-tuning exactly how the Lord wants me to go about now um, sharing these messages, and uh, particularly on biblically-based best practices. Um, I'm in the midst of looking and approaching some of my clients and some of my uh, connectors on a survey. And on this survey, what I'd like to do is begin collecting examples of what biblically-based companies are doing in the marketplace that are a little bit different, a little bit unique from what you'd see a traditional secular company. Hmm. Um, you know, how are they living it out? doesn't have to be dramatic. doesn't have to be, as one of my companies, forming your own missions, you know, uh, uh, 501c3. That's not what we're talking about. Um, I'm just talking about little bite-sized best practices, what they do to live it out, mm-hmm. um, like bandwidth.com, a on-fire-for-God business, huge, fast-growth business, wonder. They do a lot of the back-end um, telephony for a lot of companies, Google and the like, well-run, very profitable. One of the things they do, for example, at their organization, is they have a two-hour employee orientation after you're hired, and may even be half a day, where all they do is go over their 15 principles of how they run the company, and each one of them is biblically based. Mm, man, that's good stuff and right there. And they teach them just, here's what it means. Now, you don't have to believe God, but here's why we do this, here's why we believe it, here's what it means. And uh, they rank order very smart, very smart. They rank order their values. Um, I call them convictions for a purpose, and we can talk about that later, how, how they're going to go about doing this. They rank order their top four, which are faith, family, work, and fitness. That's their top four. 
and they have based biblical verses on each of those and explain. That's just one example. Yeah, that's just great. Everybody, here's what we stand for, and uh, you know, you don't have to go to church on yeah. Sunday with us, but here's how we're going to do it. Well, so I'm looking to, to create a, a database, a hub of business best practices from a biblical perspective. Well, I don't know if you've had a chance, you know, Jim, to uh, you know listen to the episode I interviewed Chris Patton. But, um, oh, yes. I'm, a, I'm fat. Chris and I are going to try to have some coffee next week. Good. <laughs> man, yeah, Chris wh- and I go back a long time. He's a great business leadership oh, blogger man. from yeah. a Christian perspective. I really admire Chris's work. Absolutely. I mean, Chris, uh, when I interviewed Chris and we in, went into a deeper dive of his business, I mean, yes. I was just like, holy Toledo, Batman. I mean, this guy is really has that what you would classify as that impact eternity through business. I mean, that is, that is exactly what Chris was doing. And I was just awestruck by what he was doing from a business standpoint. Does it make it easier? Sometimes it may make it a little more difficult, but the payoff of well done is so well worth it. Amen. God, that's so good. That's so good. Well, you know, Jim, do the, uh, you know, give, give a short plug for what you do just so that the listeners kind of know a little bit more context, what you do. Well, I speak, write, consult, and coach on leadership, uh, business, and talent best practices from a biblical perspective. Um, I see the Bible as a lens. We can look and to be shrewd in the marketplace. We can look at what all businesses are doing. I read Fortune, Forbes, Inc., all that stuff. But I always ask myself, okay, is that biblical? Does that align or does that... Um, contradict any biblical principles. If it doesn't, then it's probably, hey, that might be something I want to consider. But if there's any doubt, I say no. So I help us look through the biblical lens. And also what I help do is not only in the strategic business consulting and executive coaching, um, I also help companies understand some of the things that they can do. Some, we, we integrate simple things you can do in the business to help grow that employee covenant, to build a business on biblical principles and three- and five-year forecasts, but also on leadership virtues. I suggest there are four basic leadership virtues in my new book, The Impactor. It's a parable on transformational leadership. It's a story about how one man leads his company on four leadership virtues. It not only changes his employees, but also impacts his community. And it's it's a compelling little story. Um, and I encourage your readers to consider going to theimpactor.com and just taking a look at it. So it's leadership, business, strategy, and people best practices. When you have those three aligned, now, now you're moving towards significance in your business. Mm. And I, li- I like what you're saying with your business that, you know, and I, I goes back to what you talked about even earlier in the, in the show here, that, you know, when you read through the Bible, at that point in your life, you're like, holy cow, this has got so much business pra- best practices in it that I'm blown away. I mean, it, you, we can apply all this and it might've taken you several years to kind of digest that and allow God to work with you on that. But now here you are, you know, the, the speaker, the consultant, the coach to be able to help these businessmen and women to be able to apply those practical, you know, uh, lessons inside their business. I, this is good. This is really, really good. Thank you. Mm. And, you know, SEC, let me just say this real quick. You know, obviously you're going to have all this in the show notes, 
um, at thesuccessedge.biz backslash 60, what I say, 69, Jim, that's when you're coming out? Yeah, yes, 60, that, that, that's what you said. Yes, yep, sir. 69. So, you know, guys, go to uh, backslash 69, you know, to get all this, uh, you know, be able to connect with Jim out there. And we'll have all this in the show notes. Well, Jim, kind of wrapping down, I got two last questions for you. Sure. Um, you know, outside of the Bible, what would you recommend as, you know, the best book for a believer out there that has really impacted you but would really impact them? Spiritual Leadership by Henry Blackaby. Kylie, you know what, Jim? Spiritual I... Leadership, that just opened my eyes to a whole new level. And I would highly encourage anyone to get Spiritual Leadership by Henry and Richard Blackaby. I have that book actually already saved. It is uh, my next book that I'm going to read. And I know that I've always wanted to read it. I just haven't been able to find it. But that is actually the book, and correct me if I'm wrong, you probably know this, that actually changed John Maxwell's life as far as from a spiritual leadership standpoint. Is that right, Jim? Do you know that story? I do not know that story, but I do have a fun John Maxwell story I can tell you at the end if you want to hear a funny story but, um, <laughs> about me. It's about me and Maxwell. So. Okay, cool. I don't well, know about that. That could be true. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've heard heard him talk about that in some of the um, old audios that I used to get um, from his, oh, that's cool. his uh, thing. So anyway, that I is... I understand a, it. It's a phenomenal book. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal book. I'm looking forward to reading it. Um, well... Last question, Jim. You know, actually, before I do that, Jim, what's the best way for my listeners to connect with you? Could you give them that? Absolutely. Uh, come to my website, toahigherlevel.com, T-O, toahigherlevel.com. You can sign up for my free blog. And, in fact, when you do right now, I'm offering as a free resource a 60-page PDF with uh, the worksheets that I use when I go through strategic planning for clients. In fact, that's what I'm heading up to Atlanta next week to help one of my retainer clients um, finish their plan for next year. So that's free, absolutely free, exactly what I use with my top clients just by signing up for my blog. So toahigherlevel.com, resources, books. You can contact me um, at jim at toahigherlevel.com if you want to email me. You can follow me at drjimharris.com, at drjimharris.com on Twitter. Um, um, slash to a higher level for Facebook, any of those ways you can contact me. Awesome. Outstanding. And again, SEC will have all this in the show notes for you guys. Well, Jim, let's, um, let's take this last question and let's, um, let's go on a walk. Okay. Okay. And, uh, we're going to go to a Starbucks or some kind of caribou coffee shop, something like that that's out there. And let's go sit down with a young man, you know, or a young lady. It could be, and, you know, they're kind of in their, you know, 20s. They've kind of gotten out of college. They're, they've started the working uh, world. And, you know, they've kind of been in the corporate world or they've had their own business maybe for like the last two or three years. So they're maybe about 25, 26, 27 years old. Okay? okay. From your collective years of just leadership and experience in the corporate culture and, you know, but from a from the lens of a Christian businessman, like who, how you are, what would be that one piece of advice that you would want to impart into that person? Hmm. I would, I would suggest to these young men and young women, um, do not stray from the Lord. 
don't stray from the Lord. When I was 16 years old, I was a very good high school baseball player. I was a four-year letterman through my high school. And on Sundays when I was 16, there were some local doubleheader leagues on Sundays. And even at 16, most of these guys were former college players or folks that had graduated high school with his love baseball. Very good. Hey, I was only a sophomore. Why don't you come play with us? You're a good pitcher. And I started then skipping church, even in high school. And that led my college and then all through my um, early corporate life, as I mentioned. And that, I look back on that, Tyler, and I look back and I say, oh, the blessings that I missed. Mm. I wonder what God had waiting for me Mm. in those 20, 25 years. Mm. And so I would suggest to them, if if I could say, don't be like me, I would say, stay close to the Lord. Don't lose the blessings he's just holding in heaven for the faithful. And you never know what he has waiting for you. Man, that is such great advice. Perfect. Perfect, Jim. Well, Jim, let's call this a wrap. Let's put a nice bow on it. And, um, you know, uh, we really do appreciate uh, your time here on the Success Edge um, podcast. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Really Really enjoyed it. Really has been. So we will catch you on the flip side, my friend. All right. You take care. God be with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Dr. Harris, for coming on. Man, I tell you, Jim was fanatic, fanatical too. (laughs) Fanatical too, but uh, Jim, thank you so much for being on the Success Edge. We really do appreciate you being on, and uh, man, just what wisdom. Looking forward to having you back on as well. I know that uh, I'll probably have you back on at a later date to, to talk about a topic and that you're also your books, okay, that you actually have coming out and you already have out, all right? So anyway, SEC, uh, if you want to find all the show notes, obviously go to thesuccessedge.biz backslash 69 to get all of uh, Dr. Harrison's information, connect with him. He'd love to connect with you. So, you know, my big thing, guys, is, and I always say this, is you've got to hear from the Holy Spirit. And the other thing I want to point out to you is everything that the Holy Spirit tells you is not going to be the same, exactly the same as what was told to the person next to you. Okay. You know, everyone has a different road, road to hoe, so to speak. And your situation could be different and it will be different than, you know, your best friend or your person you might uh, look up to. I know for me personally, I would sometimes get caught up into, you know, the way that someone's story might have played out, I would probably get caught up in the thing thinking, oh, maybe that's going to happen to me. You know, that that kind of same scenario might happen to me. No, 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 no. You know, the stories that we share here on the Success Edge are to build your faith, you know, and they're supposed to be for your enjoyment, entertainment, uh, building of your faith, for you to actually, you know, know that God is in control of your life when you are at, you know, when you have him at the center of your, of your life. Okay. That's how that works. The other thing I want to make sure you guys realize is that you have everything you need to accomplish your God given goals and dreams and talents today. It's inside of you. 
All right. Uh, the kingdom is inside of you. Just like Dr. You know, Dr. Harris was able to pull out and get a word of knowledge and, you know, understand what he needed to do for his next steps for his business. Same thing for you. Okay. So a couple quick things before I wrap up here. One is if you want to connect with me, you know, go to the success biz and go down halfway through the page and find our social media links. All right. Probably the best place to, uh, to do that is on uh, Twitter. All right. Um, really enjoy Twitter. Love to connect with the other on Twitter. Uh, the last thing is episode 70. So next week, okay, next week, guys, I don't have a teaser, you know, for it because we are in full mode of getting things done around our house, the McCart house. Um, but my wife and I, if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram or, um, you know, or on Twitter, you'll notice that my wife, uh, we just accomplished a huge goal and that was to go to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I'm actually going to have Amy on here. And she and I are going to actually talk about the experience, talk about how that God uh, worked everything out and how God actually worked with us to work everything out. All right. I think you're going to find that pretty fascinating. And I know it's going to be very encouraging because I know there's a lot of people that would love to go to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or people would want to go to something. And, you know, they're not sure if God would, you know, work on that with them or actually do that with them. And you could apply this to anything in business, to any kind of dream that you would have out there. I think it's very vital for you to hear this, um, you know, topic that Amy and I are going to talk about next week. So, so you can find everything with Dr. Harris, obviously on his website, uh, which you can find on the success biz backslash 69, you know, for the show notes again, guys, just want to tell Dr. Harris, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. We really enjoyed it. So, SEC, we will catch you guys on the other side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge. Thank you.